Welcome to Everyday Heroes. We're going to start today with a show all about tips for traveling with your pets. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Everyday Heroes. Before we begin, if you haven't yet, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Um, if you haven't yet, please head over to Twitch and YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell. You'll know when we go live, we go live at least twice a day, if not more. All right, so something that I think may be a little obvious for many, but it's still something to remember because, you know, we do so many things throughout the day, sometimes you might need a refresher. One of those topics is what to do when you are traveling with your four-legged fur baby, whether it's your dog, your cat, or maybe it's your two-legged, your birds, or whatever it is. Um, so first things first, from the ASPCA, we're going to go over some of the more generic uh, travel tips, and then we're going to talk about some that my, uh, my wife and I um, agree are also very important to do that may not be as obvious. So according to the ASPCA, if you're traveling by plane, it's a few things you want to get done. First off, anytime you can book a direct flight to wherever you're going, that is best. Decreases the decreases the chances of you know having issues there, of you know your pet having an issue. Apparently, pets have been left on the tarmac and mishandled, which is very sad. I don't even know why that's a thing. So anytime you can go one from one end to the other directly, you're going to have less issue there. Obviously, you want to make sure that before you go, your pet is at a peak health. Go to your vet, get a checkup, make sure all the shots and all that stuff are up to date. This is also important if you're going somewhere outside the country where your dog is usually not um, around. Less chance of something happening to them. And then, of course, you want to make sure that you have all the right equipment. So the correct USDA approved um, carrier case. You want to have the proper identification. And of course, you need to let the airline know that you are traveling with a furry member of your family. What if you're taking a road trip? Well, prep them for the trip. Long or short, most animals don't want to be stuck in a car for more than, I don't know, maybe an hour. So be prepared. Rest stop breaks for them to go to the bathroom, as for you as well. Make sure you have some uh, treats, blankets, stuff like that. Pardon me. Um, and of course, make sure, excuse me, if the pet is in a crate or in the car, everything is well ventilated. Oh, pardon me, guys. Um, you don't want to really put down the window. That's not always a good idea. So make sure the airflow is going to the back. Um, or if you're like me, I sometimes sit in the back with the dogs when we take them somewhere. Um, and I sit and kind of keep them nice and comfy. Uh, prep your pet-friendly travel kit, any sort of first aid, but of course also things like food, bowls, water, leashes, poop bags, grooming supplies, all that good stuff. And then of course, never ever, and this is actually just a tip for any time you have an animal in a car, never leave them in the car by themselves. Obviously multiple reasons. It's bad for their health. It's bad on the person doing so. And to be honest, they don't deserve it. It's like you being locked in a car for more than an hour or so. 
don't do it. It's not okay in any reason. So that kind of stuff is the part where I think most people know. You obviously make sure your animal is uh, healthy, make sure all the stuff is ready, identification's good, all the right equipment, all that good stuff. However, what happens when you get somewhere and well, maybe you didn't think all the way through, here's some other tips that my wife and I suggest. Number one, keep in mind that even though a place might say pet friendly, it may not be pet friendly or it may not be pet friendly to what you expect. Make sure before going anywhere, whether it's an Airbnb, an actual hotel, or campground for that matter, that you are actually allowed to have them. Occasionally, even though the website says one thing, it may not be up to date. Call, email, text, whatever the people you are going to and say, hey, I saw that you are pet friendly. Is that true? And what are the accommodations? If they say yes, you know, ask them to give proof, list out everything. You might even want to save it on your phone. That way when you go, you can go, hey, this is what you told me. So, you know, or they might say, no, we're not, that's outdated. And you know not to use that. Secondarily, while you and your partner or your family may be active, your pet may not want to do as much walking as you do. Case in point, our little dog, not a big fan. He'll walk, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes and then just kind of plays dead and goes, pick me up because I don't want to walk. So if that's the case, there's different things you can do. There are things like slings and backpacks you can carry them in. However, if you are going to be going somewhere and it's probably going to be a while, think about either leaving them where you're staying, maybe with somebody, or figuring out a way to involve them that's not going to be such a hassle. The last thing you want to do is obviously cut short your activity because your pet decides they, they don't want to do it anymore. Um, usually, if you're going somewhere, like let's say visiting family, you can say, hey, do you mind watching the, the dog or the cat? We're going to go explore for a couple hours. We'll be back later. Probably not a problem. The only issue might be is if you are staying at a hotel or Airbnb and you don't own the place, you have to ask, hey, can I leave my animal here for a couple hours while we explore? Most likely, if it's pet friendly, it's probably not going to be a problem. However, don't take any chances. It's better to ask to make sure that it's actually true. And then lastly, make sure you are prepared for the last minute unknowns, basically. Uh, my wife took our little dog um, somewhere cold a while ago, didn't have a jacket. Luckily, she was able to buy him a little sweater. So assume that you may need some things that you may not usually bring. If you go somewhere with different weathers, maybe bring a couple items that you may or may not use. Worst case scenario, they sit in your bag. Best case scenario, you have what you need and everything's cool. Um, this is especially important for um, you know, medications, flea treatment, stuff like that. Make sure you have the stuff on you that you are going to use, but also things that might seem kind of silly, but you're going to find out that they're actually helpful to have. And that's going to be on, on you as far as what you use. Every dog, cat, whatever, different. Um, not every person is going to use the same items. Lastly, if you have a support animal, again, we've talked about this 
before, there's a couple of different rules. So emotional support animals don't really have the same rights. However, if you go to a pet friendly area, it's not gonna be that big of a deal. However, you can let them know that your animal is there for support just so they know. And my guess is if they know the situation and they understand what the dog, the dog or cat is there for, they will probably accommodate accordingly to their best abilities. However, if your animal, no matter what species, is a service animal, as far as I know, and again, anybody out there who works at a hotel or whatever, let me know otherwise. <clears throat> as far as I know, they must allow you to bring said animal wherever you go, i.e. the restaurants, i.e. the shops, i.e. wherever an animal usually wouldn't go, they need to come with you. Now, again, because some places follow their own rules, which I don't know why that's okay, because, you know, if somebody needs their animal, it's kind of rude to say no. But if you go somewhere where the people say, hey, we understand a service animal, but because of what's done here, hygienic-wise, whatever, we need to figure out something that's going to work, keep that in mind as well. They can't flat out say no, but if there is a health concern, there should be a conversation had, I would assume. But again, these are things you're going to want to do before you leave. So again, most of these tips are fairly self-explanatory. The SPCA's tips, very good. Again, make sure everything's up to date. Make sure everything is ready to go. Make sure your pet has a you know, um, most recent checkup. Make sure you have the right products, all that stuff. But then as far as our personal things here, make sure you're ready for the unexpected. Make sure where you're going is pet friendly and make sure you are prepared as well as they are prepared for wherever it is you are going to go. Obviously, the last thing anybody's going to want is to have some sort of issue. Um, but, you know, things happen. So my mom pointed out, yes, if they're service now, they should allow them in. So yes, I that that that's what I think you came out a little bit after. That is what I believe. However, many times some places will have their own specific rules. So even if they're supposed to abide by what is it, ADA compliance, they may have some sort of situation. So either way, no matter what service animal or not call, text, email before, and just say, hey, the, these animals are coming with me. What is this allowed? What can and can I, can I not do? All that good stuff. So what do you guys think? It's a pretty interesting thing. Again, I realize a lot of this is common knowledge. Most people know this already. But let me know what you think. Would you like us to do a kind of uh, Q&A live thing? One of my uh, dogs is a uh, uh, emotional support trained to be a regular service animal. We have a cat and we have a second dog as well. So maybe we can do some sort of interactive, you know, how to travel with your pet type of deal. Um, all right. That was fun. I hope you guys had, I can speak. I hope you guys had a good time. We will be back later. As always, thank you so much for your support. We love everybody who comes to watch until around noon. We will see you then and stay